Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, we lift up your name with our hearts filled with praise. Be exalted, O Lord our God, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace, Peace in, in heaven and glory in the highest. Let us pray. Assist us mercifully with your help, O Lord God of our salvation, that we may enter with joy upon the contemplation of those mighty acts whereby you've given us life and immortality through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Glory be Glory to be thee, O Lord. Matthew chapter 21 beginning in verse 1. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them. And immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And they brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he had come to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Praise, Praise be to thee, O Christ. Christ. The Lord be with you. With and you. with your spirit. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give, give him, him thanks, thanks and praise. It is right to praise you, Almighty God, for the acts of love by which you redeemed us through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. On this day he entered the holy city of Jerusalem in triumph and was proclaimed as the King of Kings by those who spread their garments and branches of palms along his way. 
Let these branches be for us signs of his victory, and grant that we who bear them in his name may ever hail him as our king, and follow him in the way that leads to eternal life, who lives and reigns in glory with you and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Let us go forth in peace. In the name, in the name of, of Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. I will go through them, and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you, for you have answered me, and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, I will exalt you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully granted we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
the Lord who forgives all our sins. Mercy endures forever. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature 
and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Chapter 50, beginning in verse 4. Isaiah chapter 50, beginning in verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. And I know that I will not be ashamed. He is near who justifies me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near me. Surely the Lord God will help me. Who is he who will condemn me? Indeed, they will all grow old like a garment. The moth will eat them up. The Word of the Lord. Please stand for the reading of the psalm. Our psalm is Psalm 31. We shall read it responsorily. Which means I will read two verses and you will respond with, I trust in you, O Lord, for you are my God. Psalm 31. Again, the response is, I trust in you, O Lord, for you are my God. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief. I am a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and am repulsive to my acquaintances. Those who see me outside, flee from me. I trust in you, O Lord, for you are my God. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel, for I hear the slander of many. Fear is on every side, while they take counsel together against me. They scheme to take away my life. I trust in you, O Lord, for you 
are my God. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. I trust in you, O Lord, for you are my God. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Our New Testament reading is from the book of Philippians, chapter 2, beginning in verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also was highly exalted and has exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father, the word of the Lord. Be to God. Even the death of the cross, wherefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Matthew chapter 27, commencing. When the morning came, All the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away and delivered him to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that he was condemned, he repented and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned in betraying innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See to it yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver in the temple, he departed. And he went and hanged himself. But the chief priest, taking the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, since they are blood money. So they took counsel and brought with them the potter's field, to bury strangers in. Therefore, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken by the prophet Jeremiah, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him on whom a price had been set by some of the sons of Israel, 
and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him, You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he made no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things that I testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor wondered greatly. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him. Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much over him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the people to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called the Christ? They all answered, Let him be crucified. And Pilate said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood children. Then he released for them Barabbas. And having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus to the praetorium, and they gathered the whole battalion before him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe upon him. And plating a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand. And kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, King of the Jews. And they spat upon him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they went out, they came upon a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. This man they compelled to carry his cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of a school, they offered him wine to drink and mingled it with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, 
they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, You who would destroy the world and build it in three days, days. save yourself. If you are are the the Son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts God. Let God deliver him now if he desires him. For he said, I am the son of God. And the robbers who were crucified with him also reviled him in the same way. Now, from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is meaning, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with vinegar, and put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened. And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. And when the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. Wow, that is a, as always on Passion Sunday or Palm Sunday, the readings and the liturgy are enormously powerful. And I want to I wanna just pause and take time to let you um, absorb all that. That we go in a matter of moments in this liturgy from the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem to the same people who cried out, Hosanna, in the entry are now crying out, crucify him, crucify him. It was, to say the least, for him and for the disciples, a week of sudden and unexpected change. It sounds quite familiar now, I would think, with all the things that we've been experiencing as well. I think that from from that perspective, what we are 
What we are experiencing now in dealing with the coronavirus is very much the same kind of a sudden shock, um, uh, a Lent like no other, a time to pause and reflect uh, and to be changed. I think that in response, response to this dramatic change of events, what we see next after the crucifixion is that the disciples are holed up behind locked doors. <laughs> Sounds familiar, right? They're locked up behind locked doors, hiding out, um, uncertain of what to do next. The two disciples on the road to Emmaus, I, I think of them too, is that they're, they're just dumbfounded by events. And they're walking along and Jesus comes and walks with them and they're, they're stunned that it seems like this man has no clue as to what's going on. And you, you know what a profound story that is with Jesus explaining to them exactly everything that had happened and was happening. And I think that we're, we're having this opportunity right now to feel and experience a lot of the same emotions with our, our sudden change, with the uncertainty, with the doubt. But what we know, what we know is that our trust is in the Lord. Our hope is in the Lord and our faith is the substance of the things that we're hoping for. Now, when I first started getting ready for this season of Lent, or, or actually kind of toward the end of the year, I, I started thinking in this way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe it that way, right? But as I go along in this, it seems that God began to speak to me. I began to thinking about who we are as Christians and how necessary it is that we need to become free. That Christ Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins that we might be free. And I, and I mean free in a way that we live free. Free that our heart is at peace. Free that we are not bound up by uh, habits or mental attitudes or addictions or whatever it is that's been troubling you or holding you back. And I, and I think of it this way. Psalm 18, at the beginning of Psalm 18, it says... I love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. Saved from my enemies, and then this in particular, the next verse. The cords of death encompass me, and the torrents of perdition assailed me, the cords of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and my God, and to my God I cried for help. From his temple he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. What I want to think about, and what I think about in that psalm, is these cords that entangle you. And there are things in our lives that tangle us up and trip us up. And the season of Lent is an opportunity for us to pause, reflect, and to be free of those cords. And as I was thinking about that and talking about that with friends and family, something came to mind. And it was, uh, how do you describe that? And, and what, I, what came to my mind, and I believe that God was speaking to me, it's like, we need to get out of Egypt. We need to get out of Egypt where there is slavery, there is bondage. There is oppression, uh, all those things. And remember, 
Getting out of Egypt was no easy task. Um, and then, and then, of course, if you've been you know, reading the Word, you've been following along in the in the lectionary. The daily office readings for the last short while have been about Moses going to Egypt, telling Pharaoh, "Let my people go," and all the plagues coming. Right? You know what? How apropos for our moment in time right now uh, that that's happening and that those are the readings. The key, I think, in that, get out of Egypt. Get out of the way you think. Get out of the things that you're doing and start following the way that God has called you to be and to do. And that's an important part of Lent. But then recently, most recently, as I was thinking about that, it occurred to me this essential point, and that is we don't get out of Egypt without Jesus. We don't get out of Egypt without Jesus. It's what he did in the cross, what we saw and heard this morning about the passion uh, is, is the price of our freedom, the price of what it is for us to be free. So I just wanted to share that with you and encourage you in this Holy Week, this Holy Week is uh, it's, it's the most profound week of the year for us. And, and there's a schedule ahead, and you know. And this year is a year unlike any other. So, you know, we're all planning to be here on Thursday, and yet we can't be. Monday, Thursday service will be different. It'll be online. Good Friday services will be different. They'll be online. Easter Vigil will be different. It'll be online. But you know what? We're still one people, and this week is still profound. You listen carefully to what the Lord's saying to you, and you will hear him speak. You will hear him speak in a way that will make this week the best Holy Week you've ever had. I'm certain. Certainly that there are more different things going on right now Why wouldn't God speak to you? Of course he will. This is going to be an important and a big week. It's going to be an important week too. You know, I think about this is that we want to do what's right and what's good. And so we're cloistered in our own little family environments, staying hidden away. Don't don't lose heart in that. Don't give up and break the trend. It's important. It's important. It's important in one sense because we want to follow the rules with coronavirus. And it's another sense it's important that I don't want you to allow the things that are going on to clutter your mind and distract from you. I want to also encourage you to give each other grace. Now is the time for us giving grace. A lot of nodding and smiling is in order and not being angry, but giving peace to your to your friends and your family. Uh, I encourage you, you know, uh, as we suffer... I say suffer because I've heard of worse, easy to be worse. Uh, this is not as bad as you imagine. And if you miss your friends, you got FaceTime, you got Google Hangouts, you got you even got Zoom out there. I encourage you, if you're somebody you want to reach out to and talk to, you can and you should. So call your neighbors, call your friends, call your family far away and and share with them what's going on with you and hear what's going on in their life. And as I said, right, give grace, 
give grace. Give grace to your family. You know, they, they love you and care for you more than anyone else that you know. <laughs> they just do, even if it doesn't sound like it. But, uh, and encourage each other. There is a, a encouraging your friends and your family is, is operating in the gift of the Holy Spirit. So walk in the Spirit and encourage your friends. Encourage your family. I don't know what's going to happen next. But I'm confident that the Lord has it all in his hands and under his control. As I said, you know, we, we know Easter is coming. We know Easter is coming. We know that we're going to get out of this. We know we're going to get through it. And we're going to get on and on with our lives and back to what's normal. I don't know when that's going to happen. But I know it will happen. And we can prepare now for that. Uh, I want to... I want to, before I close here, just mention a few things that you can look for this week to encourage you in what you're doing. Father Ed on Monday night, Ed Talks. Everything is at 7 p.m. Pacific time. 7 p.m. Monday is Father Ed is talking. Um, on Wednesday at 7 p.m. we have Compline, which I'm, I'm thinking is going to be Eric Reed this week, but we got to find that out, right? Thursday, Monday, Thursday service will be different, but it'll be here and you'll want to watch. You want to experience it, that. Holy Week is a week of experience. Friday morning, there will be Stations of the Cross. Friday noon is a Good Friday service, all online. And the Easter Vigil, Saturday night. So put them on your calendar. Take time away to focus on those. Don't let the distractions of the world interfere, entangle you, or distract you from the things that God wants to do for you this week. And I want to close I want to close with, with the verse out of the psalm this morning, the last two verses. Because that psalm has been something my family has looked to, uh, my wife in particular, during this Lenten season and during this season of uh, isolation. And I just want to read them to you in hopes that they would encourage you. It's Psalm thirty one, verses twenty three and twenty four. Psalm thirty one, the last two verses. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly requites him who acts haughtily. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait on the Lord. Here endeth the lesson. Let's continue with the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and is seated on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, 
who has spoken through the prophets. And I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, and grant that we may serve Christ in them, and love one another as He loves us. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. God of compassion, be close to those who are ill, afraid, or in isolation. In their loneliness, be their consolation. In their anxiety, be their hope. In their darkness, be their light. Through him who suffered alone on the cross, but reigns with you in glory, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And with your spirit. Turn and greet your neighbor with the peace of the Lord. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Maintaining proper social distance. Peace of the Lord. Nice to have you here. Good morning. Welcome to St. Michael's and thank you for joining us on this Palm Sunday. Hope you're enjoying the live stream and uh, the Facebook live sessions. I know that Father Powell uh, listed some of the services, but as we embark on this holiest of the weeks, I want to give you a little more detail about it just so you can write it down and be sure you've got it. Uh, it'll be found on our website also. Um, on Monday, like you said, one of my favorites is the Ed Talk. Uh, it's on Facebook Live since it's a non-Eucharistic service. But this week I really want to go over the symbolism and the theological implications of all the things that we do during this week. Why we have Monday, Thursday. What does that mean? And uh, Good Friday and, and then the Holy uh, uh, Easter Vigil. So we'll go over that on Monday at 7 p.m. Facebook Live. Wednesday, as Father Lewis mentioned, we will have Compline, and that will also be on Facebook Live at 7 p.m. And then Thursday, our normal Monday service, since this is a Eucharistic service, it will be on mystmichaels.com. Uh, it may be on Facebook Live, but for sure on the website. Uh, tune in to watch that on Thursday night. Friday morning, we will post on fi- Facebook Live the Stations of the Cross. Uh, you'll be able to look at it throughout the day if you want, but it will be posted at 8 a.m. And then at noon... Uh, uh, 
at mystmichaels.com, there should be the Good Friday service, uh, which will be a very interesting service, and you'll see the, the altar stripped like from uh, the Monday, Thursday that, that happened the night before. And then Saturday night at 7 p.m. is the Easter Vigil. And that, again, that will be on mystmichaels.com, a Eucharistic service. It's a tremendous service. It should be a very, very good service to tune in. And then Sunday morning, our Easter Sunday, will be at 10 a.m., again, on My St. Michael's, followed by curbside communion from 1130 to 1230. Um, there's two other important notes I want to make sure that you get. The St. Michael's Society is still providing food distribution on Monday at 4 p.m., uh, pray for uh, uh, Deacon uh, Phil Johnson and those who are doing that. It's, uh, it's an important service to the community, and that will still be happening at 4 p.m. on Monday. Uh, and then also we know, especially during these uncertain times, how important it is to maintain your tithes and offerings. And so we have multiple ways of getting your tithes and offerings turned in. You can mail them in, obviously, to the church office. You could drop it off at curbside communion. Uh, we have tithely.com, which works, and I've used that. And also at mystmichaels.com, there is a, a give button that shows you how to do that online. So you can do that to make sure that that's turned in. Uh, again, we want to thank you for being here. And if you have any needs or anything uh, that you have special circumstances or whatever, please let us know, and we'll do what we can to help you. Thank you. Thank you, Father Ed. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give Him thanks and praise. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. He came among us as a man to lead mankind from darkness into the light of faith. Through Adam's fall, we were born as slaves of sin, but now through baptism in Christ... We are reborn as your adopted children. Earth unites with heaven to sing the new song of creation as we adore and praise you forever in the unending hymn of praise, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you are holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, the death he freely accepted, he took bread. He gave you thanks, he broke it, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise, gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, our bishop, Douglas, and all the clergy. 
Remember those for whom we now pray. Olivia, Connie, Susan, Carl, Serena, Naomi, Rachel, Nadia, Kyle, Sonia, Sandra, Joyce, Maria, Karen, Father David and Darcy, Tammy, the Boyle family, David, Jill and family, the Colo family, Daniel, Jim, Sandy, Father Azola, Lois, the Marines and sailors of Camp Pendleton, and all those in our military service. You can add the names of the people that you're praying for. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ of the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Jesus died for you and feed on him in your hearts with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Amen.
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who roam throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passeth all human understanding, fill your hearts and minds with the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and those you love and care for, now and forever. Amen. Amen. If you will attend the curbside communion starting at 1130, we will hand you your palms for the year. Hope to see you then. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.